Hey, welcome along to this week's podcast with your host, Richard Butler, where I help unravel and uncover and challenge the thoughts that teachers have, and especially teachers who want to become teacher entrepreneurs. So what's the burning topic that we're going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about being you and being unique. Because you see, a lot of the times, sometimes teacher entrepreneurs don't know who to be or how to be or what they should be. And they try and fit into what they believe they should be. Now, why is this topic important? I mean, it's important because you don't want to be a vanilla flavored teacher entrepreneur. I mean, one that is fitting in with everyone else. You want to let your personality shine as a teacher entrepreneur and you want to be able to stand out from all those other teacher entrepreneurs that are out there because why am I going to choose you over somebody else? Okay, so let's get into the bones of this. When you become a teacher entrepreneur, well, let's step back. Before you become a teacher entrepreneur, you probably identify yourself as a teacher. And the problem is that if you identify yourself as a teacher, you're not standing out because there are so many English teachers out there. So what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to identify as a particular type of teacher, a teacher that, well, no, hold on a second, Rich. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to be seen as an English teacher. And this came up uh, one time when I was, somebody asked me, what do you do? And I said, well, I'll put it simply, I'm an English teacher. And my wife said to me, hold on a second, you're not. You do a lot more than that because you're coaching, because you're helping people, etc." And as soon as I changed that chip and identified myself as an English language coach, I felt more confident in charging a lot more money. Because you see, if you identify as I am a, uh, I am a teacher, immediately people filter that information and they say, ah, an English teacher, ah, about 15, 15 euros an hour. But if you mention the word coach, there's a different perception to everything. If you say, I coach people to become better at communicating and more impactful, that's so much better than I teach people grammar and business idioms. Now, maybe you do exactly the same thing, but you package yourself much better. So that's the first thing. You have to be able to identify with who you are and what you are. And then you have to be ident- you have to be able to identify who you want to work with because you cannot work with everyone because then you're a jack of all trades. So you must define your niche and you must say, I work with business people. You can say businessmen, businesswomen between the ages of 35 and 45 who wish to progress their career. Now, this topic came up from a post that I saw of somebody or a number of people who got offended by an ad that they saw on Instagram that said, you know, is this you? You've been working as an English teacher, you're in your 30s to 50s, and you know that there's more to life. 
And people got offended by this because they said, well, I'm older, I'm younger. Why are you saying that it's only people in their 30s or 50s? So the first thing I want to get very, very clear is that when you put yourself out there, there's people who are going to be offended by what you say. And you know what I say to that? I say, fuck them. <laughs> and I'm sorry for the F-bomb if you're in any way uh, offended by that, but that's the way I roll. And this is it. When you are you, people resonate towards you. If I say I help everybody overcome every problem that they have in order to make lots of money, that's not a very clear definition, is it? I mean, why would I work with you as opposed to somebody else? Because I don't really know what your output is, what you're going to give me. Whereas if I say I work with HR executives who wish to further their career by making more impact and being able to stand up and speak up at meetings so that they can shine in front of their colleagues, that defines me a lot more. It has to be HR executives. They have to be wanted to progress their career, etc. So you need to think about this. Okay. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you could even say, I work specifically with ADHD people who want to progress their career. Maybe you could say, I work exclusively with the LGD, LGD, LGBT plus. I always get that a little bit mixed up and apologies to those in, in, in that community. But you can say that. Now, I think equally that you can say that you work with certain people does imply that you don't work with certain people. So, I mean, yes, you may offend people because they may say, well, why don't you work with beginners? Well, because it's my business. I work with who I want to work with. Now, there are some people who will get offended by that and say, you're ageist, you're beginnerist, you're levelist. I don't know if that's even a word, but remember, this is your business and you call the shots. If you don't want to work with a certain sector, you don't. If you don't want to work with a certain type of student, you don't. If you don't want to work with uh, a certain nationality, you don't. Obviously, you have to package this in a way of saying, you know, I work with Spanish professionals because you can't obviously say I don't work with X community. But I think we've got to a point in the world where people are afraid to speak up and to say what they want to say if it goes against the norms of what general society says. So for me, I think we need to think about that and not be afraid, okay? So when you are defining your niche, when you're defining who you are, be proactive in saying who you work with and what you do. So I work with middle-aged professionals who want to improve their career in order to finish their career at the top of their game. And then you don't work with younger professionals. And to me, that is perfectly okay. Because you need to define who you work with, 
so that you attract the right people. Now remember, when you define who you work with and you know who you don't work with, you can tailor your marketing for those people. So if I work with middle-aged professionals, I can say, you know, you've been working for the last 20 years of your working life. And now you know is the time where you need to improve your English communications in order to move into that last stage of your career where you become a senior director. And then people go, oh yeah, that's right. That's what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly where I want to be. And I'm a little bit worried, I have to say, because I think there are, there is a fear sometimes that people will, I guess, get offended by what we say and how we say it. I mean, as as you know, if you've listened to my podcast or watched any of my videos, I do use the F word quite a lot. And I'm not embarrassed by that. I mean, that's who I am. That's part of my culture, part of the Irish culture. We tend to curse a lot and we don't mean any harm with it. Now, obviously, I don't do it too much in my classes or my sessions with clients, depending on who the clients are and what the vibe is with them. But I'm very clear on who I work with. I'm very clear on what I want. I'm very clear on this is my business. This is my rules. Now, I'm wondering what you think about this. I mean, hit me back with an email uh, if you think it's uh, controversial, if you don't like what I'm saying. Let me know if you've seen this link on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, let me know in the comments to see what you think. But the idea here is that we need to speak up. We need to talk about who we who we work with. And we need to define ourselves and say, this is who I work with. We don't necessarily have to say who we don't work with, but we have to be very clear saying who we do work with. So as always, I like to finish with a key takeaway. And, and for me, the key takeaway from today's podcast, and of course, you can get the podcast notes at uh, richardbutler.coach forward slash podcast. But for me, the key takeaway is you need to define who you are. Be proud of it. Know who you work with. Tell people who you work with. And know who you don't want to accept. Because the problem is that I don't work with lower level students. That's a general rule. And 90% of the time, I stick to that rule. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes I may break that rule depending. And I've, and I've broken it because I have one person who I work with who happens to be uh, a friend of my accountant. So I wanted to not say no to that person. But what I want to get across is that you have the right to say, I work with people in their 30s. I work with male entrepreneurs who are struggling with mental health, whatever it may be. You can do all of this and you should be proud of doing this. So maybe now it's time to redefine your niche, maybe now it's time to redefine how you identify yourself. What do you think? And my call to action for this week, well, is to make sure you get the podcast notes and subscribe to the mailing list. It's uh, richardbutler.coach forward slash podcast. And go out there, 
and be proud of what you do, who you do it for, and be very focused on these are the people I want to work with because this is my business. It's nobody else's business. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.